0: Hello everyone, Uh, this is Axel from Verman. Today, we're going to introduce our new uh, collaborator for uh, the Vermin Latin American podcast. In this show, we are uh, going to address uh, politics, geopolitics and issues that matter and that impact the future of Latin America, a dynamic region based in the Western hemisphere. Latin America is an important uh, region to know for global equilibria. Therefore, uh, thanks to the help of Paolo, a foreign correspondent investigative journalist and geopolitical analyst uh, uh, which we are glad to welcome in our show, we will uh, address uh, several policy and uh, current event issues and current events dealing with the region. In this episode, we will uh, shed light on the nature of Latin America by providing critical information to our listeners uh, in order to help them navigate in better such complex and diverse region of the world. Latin America is a contested concept, both regionally and culturally. Therefore, in this talk, we will address the key characteristics defining Latin America, both in popular culture and actual realities. It's indeed important to make sense of the underlying definitions to actually grasp the region's geopolitical relevance for the world. Therefore, uh, if you would like to introduce yourself, Paolo, we would really appreciate this.
1: Hello, Axel. Thank you very much to be with uh, Verming, uh, with you. It's a pleasure. Well, uh, I am, uh, as you say, the uh, geopolitical analyst. Uh, I studied economics at university and uh, with a great passion for journalism and, uh, and for Latin America. Uh, so uh, I decided, uh, uh, 15 years ago, to come to the most relevant, in my view, country, uh, but from the geopolitical point of view and also for the economic point of view of the region, uh, Brazil, and in the city, especially that I find more strategic, that is Sao Paulo. Uh, And uh, since uh, then, uh, I started uh, contributing with uh, media, international media, um, and uh, with uh, think tanks. Uh, That's my main uh, uh, activity. And, uh, of course, uh, uh, also with a great... uh, time spent on investigative journalism, as you said. That's that's me. I wrote for uh, Carta Capital until uh, 2014. It was uh, a weekly, that is, because it's still, of course, active, a weekly uh, magazine um, that had a partnership at the time with The Economist, um, I also uh, worked for The Economist uh, for some time. Uh, I contributed uh, to a lot of media. Uh, Aspen Institute as a think tank, uh, ESPE, um at the beginning. Now I am with Aspen. And uh, with also media in Spanish and in English, of the region. I am 50 years old, and it's a pleasure, I repeat, to stay, to try to explain a bit of this side of the world that is very uh, important from an economic point of view, but also for culture, for uh, a lot of aspects uh, that uh, in a global world will be most and most important.
0: Thank you very much for your introduction, Paolo. That's uh, very thorough. Uh, also, uh, we would like to remind that Berman is a young project uh, uh, born on Instagram and uh, uh, currently expanding, in which we deliver updates on geopolitical and cybersecurity matters. For us, it's a pleasure to have uh, such a high standing name in our show, and we look forward to uh, demonstrating and showing uh, to our listeners uh, what Latin America is about. Uh, Therefore, uh, we would like to now move to our first question for you, Paolo. Uh, Why, in your opinion, is it important to distinguish between uh, Hispanic America and Latin America? As we know, Latin America is a contested definition. Therefore, we'd like to hear a little bit more about this. Of course,
1: Alex. Uh, It's very
0: important,
1: mostly because uh, Hispanic America and Latin America refer to two different uh, areas, um, two different uh, uh, really geographic areas. When we say Hispanic America, we refer to all the countries where the main language the official one is Spanish. When you say Latin America, you refer to all South America, all Central America, and the part of North America, that usually is not uh, considered North America. I see it mainly in the Italian media, but is North America, that is Mexico, and of course is Hispanic, and is also Latin America. Uh, to explain uh, better, Cuba strictly is both Hispanic America, because they speak uh, uh, Spanish, and Latin America. Um, but uh, uh, from a ge- geographic point of view, is part of Caribbean states. Uh, that includes also Haiti or you speak another language, for instance. And so it can not be included uh, in the Hispanic America definition. To simplify, Brazil is in Latin America, but is not in Hispanic America, because they speak Portuguese, and neither is French Guiana and Suriname, where the official languages are respectively French and Dutch um so uh, it's a distinction that I would stress uh, on the language point of view that originated directly from the colonization uh, period because you don't have to uh, forget that uh, um, all these languages uh, are exactly, the consequence of the, of the colonization that started with the discovery um, of, the, of the continent that we call Americas, generally speaking. So that's, uh, that's the main difference between uh, um, Hispanic and Latin America. Uh, because, of course, uh, it's called Latin America, uh, also let's uh, explain why it's called Latin America uh, because uh, the the people that arrived after the discovery of uh, Columbus um, were mm, almost everywhere from the reign of uh, Spain and the reign of Portugal where the languages spoken were of course Latin languages so that's also uh, to stress uh, of course before the discovery uh, of uh, americas by columbus there were other uh, people and that's very uh, being discovered mainly in these uh, in these last uh, uh, let's say uh, years and decades um, but mainly now with the Indigenous issue that is most and most relevant uh, because, of course, uh, the colonization of Portugal and Spain mainly uh, brought um, to um, a lot of killings, to a lot of suppression, to what uh, could be called a genocide of the original. Uh, inhabitants of this uh, part of the world. So that's the distinction.
0: Thank you very much for your first answer. Um, In particular, I would like to stress attention on the historical factor. We all know that history matters in order to understand global events and developments and uh, the future. And uh, in that regard, uh, I would like to uh, delve a little bit into the relationships between uh, uh, the um, colonial powers, which were the Spanish Empire and uh, the Portuguese one at the beginning of uh, at the late, in the late uh, 15th century. Two years after uh, America was allegedly discovered by uh, Christopher Colombo, uh, the Spanish Empire and uh, Portugal signed a, a strategic uh, treaty the Treaty of Tordesillas in uh, 1494. What uh, what do you think it is? the treaty's impact uh, on uh, Latin America, and uh, what are the consequences also, given uh, your previous explanation on uh, the current uh, developments in the region?
1: Thank you for the question, uh, because it's really important, uh, the consequence, also the practical consequence. Uh, let's say that, uh, Treaty of Tordesillas, uh, that was signed, uh, uh, as you said, between uh, uh, the reign of Spain and the reign of Portugal, uh, was made by the Pope Alexander IV, Rodrigo Borgia, that practically divided, put a line um, on the 4th of May 1943. And uh, Dividing this region uh, between Spain and Portugal. Then Portugal quarreled a bit and uh, uh, succeeded in moving 100 miles the line to the west. But the most important consequence is uh, why today Brazil is a huge country, is a huge country. That is two and a half uh, uh, the, the, the side of all the European Union. Um, and uh, not uh, uh, because they, uh, after, let's say, uh, the, the line put by the Pope and accepted by the, by the two uh, reigns, uh, Brazil uh, kept unified. Uh, uh, that's the main characteristics. Uh, and the most important from a ge- geopolitical point of view is uh, that the Spanish area, at the beginning of the 19th century, when they uh, the region started to, to, to s- split from uh, Spain, uh, divided, splitted in many countries, whereas the Portuguese, uh crown and then uh republic didn't so the first uh, economical cultural and also geopolitical consequence of this treaty uh, was uh, that uh, gave origins uh, to these two uh components and uh Interesting enough is that the independence from first the monarchy and then uh, getting rid of slavery and of uh, um, of, uh, of the crown uh, to go to a republic uh, afterwards uh, in 19- in 1888 they got rid of slavery and uh, they became. Um, in that uh, year's uh, a, a republic, uh, gave a, a lot of consequences and it was very important. Uh, so we see here how decisions that seems to be uh, nowadays uh, few important, in fact, in the long run, gave a direction uh, that had consequences because uh, uh, you can't deny that nowadays, the uh, fact that Brazil is a united country from a geographical point of view, um, it puts, it stress the fact that um, it is also uh, a great market, much greater than the uh, single states uh, that be, uh, are originated from the uh, Spanish crown. And that's also explain why, on Brazil, there is sometimes more stress from the media, and mainly also uh, from um, a global point of view nowadays. Uh, and we see in all the issues, in all the topics.
0: Thank you, that's uh, very in-depth. Uh, now, moving on to contem- to our contemporary time, uh, we know that history is flowing, but definitely we have to look at current realities in order to make sense of this world. And uh, we understood, uh, thanks to your explanation, how history uh, defined the future of this region and also the um, current equilibria that are taking place uh, Uh, externally, but also uh, regarding uh, internal dynamics, what do you think uh, uh, is the actual relevance of uh, Latin America? What are the main factors which demonstrate uh, why Latin America is so important for global political equilibria? If we think about uh, its geographical location,
1: well, uh, Axel, uh, it's very, very important, uh, as I said, uh, for two main reasons. The first one is uh, economics. In a world that has got limited resources, even if we uh, sometimes uh, forget it, uh, rough materials, mining, agriculture, think just about agriculture is important. China is uh, feeding his population, his huge population, thanks to the uh, exportation of meat from Brazil and Latin America, Argentina, many countries, not just Brazil, of course. Uh, And data lastly uh, were published that even if we are in this period of pandemic, um, China is increasing his uh, importing of uh, proteins from this continent. Um, so, and the same happened in the past, where, for instance, a country like Argentina was called uh, uh, the uh, the Granario del Mondo in Italian. Uh, but it was feeding after second world war just argentina that at that time was uh, um, in the 30s was the fifth uh, uh, most uh, rich uh, for uh, production uh, for uh, gdp in the world but was feeding most of europe uh, with the with the with the meat and mostly with cereals so um, the first uh, geopolitical and uh, strategic point is that we have uh, uh, a potential that is huge. Uh, to make a difference with Africa, for instance, that uh, usually is compared to, to Latin America as a, as a wall, uh, and has got uh, similar problems, uh, let's say, But um, the role of Latin America is uh, uh, strategical from this point of view, and also from the mining. If you think, for instance, that most of the gold that then arrives to Switzerland and to Europe, um, it has origins from Latin America. And we don't just speak about gold, but lithium, we speak about uh, um, uranium, that is a uh, niobium. all materials that are strategically and geopolitical very important to, uh, to all the world. And uh, this is uh, one aspect, uh, let's say. And uh, the other aspect is uh, politics, of course. Latin America, it's uh, not considered by by uh, traditionally by, by, by uh, UK and US as a central focal point of their policy, but it became a most and most important um, since, uh, uh, let's say, uh, I would say the Cuba crisis, the missile Cuba crisis because there it entered really um, the geopolitical point uh, um, of inflection, I would suggest. Because as I said before, Cuba, that geographically is considered by United Nations. When you look at all these statistics, Cuba is, is, is inserted in the, you say, Latin America and Caribbean. So st- st- uh, is defined still as a Caribbean state, like Haiti, etc. Uh, but uh, uh, since uh, the, I would say, the Bay of Peaks uh, failure of uh, uh, Kennedy uh, in uh, '61, uh, that drew uh, Cuba uh, to USSR and to, of course, uh, um, the missile crisis, uh, the region is most and most important for also from the geopolitical point of view. Exactly, because uh, uh, is not at the top, let's say for United States, for instance, Latin America is not of course the top of the issues. Uh, for United States, uh, important is that Brazil keep stable uh, and not too strong, but not even too weak. Uh, because it it remains the the, the 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 most important country to to lead with, and the other priority of the United States, for instance, geopolitical point of view, is Mexico. Why? For an easy question to understand, because is because of the border. So they had a war in, uh, historically for Texas in the past. One of the few. Uh, wars that Mexico uh, struggled and, and lost. Uh, and uh, so Mexico is the first priority. Second priority is Brazil. that has not to be too strong, but not a chaos, and to, to control balance the other countries. That's the focus of the geopolitical importance uh, for uh, Latin America from the US point of view, for instance. That's it.
0: Well, that's uh, all clear from our side because uh, we addressed economic economics and uh, geopolitical aspects as well. And uh, we understood how uh, geopolitics is fundamental in order to understand the Latin American dynamics. Brazil and Mexico definitely are uh, the key players uh, in the region, but we also uh, need to consider sub-regions such as the Andean and Central America, for instance. Uh, Therefore, uh, uh, we believe that Latin America will remain a prominent region also for uh, foreign policy interest, not only for the US, but also for European countries, China and so on. In particular, uh, we would like to address uh, now a cultural question which is related to Europe uh, and uh, Latin America. Uh, As we know, uh, the colonizers uh, to um, Latin America came from um, Spain and Portugal, the Iberian Peninsula. However, there is a consistent presence also of Italians, mainly due to immigration since the late uh, 19th century. Southern Europe is a fundamental region uh, for uh, Latin America, and also uh, we would like to know uh, what do you think of uh, the relationships in a cultural um, point, from a cultural point of view, but maybe even political uh, between uh, Latin American and Southern European countries.
1: Well, they're very strong. Uh, they're very strong, and the two, uh, I would say. Uh, from a diplomatic point of view countries are exactly first of all, no doubt about it is Spain Spain in the southern um, Europe is the most important country because of obvious historical reasons Uh, Portugal same uh, speech and Italy Italy I would say is the second uh, European country with more uh, foreign trade, uh, uh, import-export uh, um, to Latin America. Uh, it's uh, this important, this relevance. It deserves uh, exactly from what you said, from the history, the, the migration. Uh, just to give to give you an example, uh, São Paulo that uh, has got uh, uh, twenty million. If you consider also. Uh, the surrounding, uh, the interland um, of this 20 million, 6 million, if they would uh, like, they could have Italian citizenships because they've got at least one ancestor uh, that was uh, arrived, uh, that arrived from Italy, um, starting mainly from the second half of 19th century. Uh, so, um, the cultural importance uh, of, uh, of uh, Italians and mainly of Spanish and Portuguese, as I said, is, is huge. Uh, they are linked for cultural reasons and they are linked, as I said, for the trade, for economic reasons. Uh, that explains why these, two, these three countries are the most interested for instance, to, to sign deals also in a, a more um, multilateral way. And the, 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 the historic, uh, I say historic because it started already more than 25 uh, years ago, the project, uh, MERCOSUR, I'm saying, that is an organization that includes uh, originally Paraguay, Uruguay, Uh, Brazil and Argentina, uh, they would like to to reach a new deal with Mercosur. Because the most important, uh, let's say, issue, um, apart from historical and uh, economic uh, point of view, trade point of view, uh, I would say that is also cultural. Even if in Europe, a new generation don't know so much but for instance now they know much more because of issues that globally are becoming uh, more sensible I first of all think about the climate change I uh, think about the Amazon that is not just Brazil but it's around nine countries and uh, and of course I think about um, well also the, the 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 change of policy in these uh, uh, two two areas uh, that are uh, fundamental. And uh, it lacks, uh, for Latin America, uh, a kind of uh, unity. Each country goes, uh, uh, let's say, in a a different uh, order depending by the government. Uh, And the same happens uh, in the Southern countries. But if we think about culture, sorry, to answer to your question, uh, it's just enough to look at literature, to look at uh, uh, music, uh, to understand uh, how much uh, uh, Brazilian or Argentina or uh, also Central American products, musics, traditions, books uh, are so strong uh, in uh, Spain, Italy. Also because there is a phenomenon that is uh, happening that a lot of Argentinian, a lot of Venezuelan, a lot of uh, people from Cuba and for other countries of the region uh, went back to these uh, southern uh, countries that you said mainly Spain, but also Italy. I think about uh, the Venezuelan diaspora. And uh, this uh, is uh, provoking a resurgence of interest from cultural, from a political uh, point of view, also to other people that uh, most of them uh, didn't uh, know but from tourism, what are the real problems that day uh, by day Uh, real life that you live in Latin America.
0: Thank you very much for uh, this complete and uh, uh, concise answer, touching uh, on several aspects which are really important for anyone who's interested in such region uh, to know. In regard, also, uh, I believe that there are personal connections, and being uh, yourself an Italian uh, um, living in Brazil uh, really demonstrates also this kind of connection, uh, which we are aware of. Uh, I would like now to move uh, to our final question. At the beginning of uh, this episode, you mentioned the uh, uh, surging importance of uh, the indigenous uh, question but also we address the migration issue, especially um, regarding Italy and uh, Spain in the previous question. Uh, What about demographics? Uh, uh, How is the demographic structure of Latin America going to change in the next years? Uh, What about migration flows? Uh, We all know that Latin America is at the forefront of global news. uh, um, If we consider the current issue, of uh, Central America migration towards the US. Uh, uh, we know that Latinos, which are a um, highly growing community uh, within the United States themselves, uh, uh, will become a prominent uh, political actor within the US itself. Uh, so what do you think are uh, the next uh, demographic trends to consider in order to understand where uh, the region is actually headed to in the next years and decades?
1: Well, uh, let's start at uh, saying, uh, giving a data that there are thirty-seven million uh, Latin America that don't live in their countries, uh, and the the, the, the migration flows, of course, are increasing and increasing. They are traditional uh, to the United States, as you said, uh, and. The, the the, the the fact is that actually you've got uh, 11 at least a million of uh, Latin American living and working and uh, giving a lot of uh, contribution to the economic of the United States but that that are not legalized and and this uh, flux of course is increasing and increasing as you said in the last uh, let's say two years but, uh, uh, I give you a data, for instance, in March, uh, the flux was uh, at the peak since uh, 15 years. It arrived uh, to the number of um, 170,000 uh, Lat- Latinos, mostly from, not from Mexico. Mexico is not anymore. Uh, an export uh, country of migration, but from Honduras, from El Salvador, from Guatemala, uh, that entered in March, that tried to enter, and and, and have been blocked uh, by the United States authorities. Uh, so it's a huge number, and the, the big problem now is about the the child the children that goes alone because. Uh, what happens is that uh, for the actual law of United States, if you are caught with uh, your son, you're both uh, um, in 90% of the case, just if you uh, don't ask asylum, but it takes time, you are uh, expelled and you are given back to the country of origin. But if the minor enters alone, it, uh, it, it can be done this and it it has uh, we have got a, 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 an historical record in March uh, with um, I give you the exact uh, number uh, that is uh, almost 19 uh, thousand were minors of 18 of these uh, uh, 172. Um, uh, uh, thousands that I told you try to enter. Uh, almost 19,000 were minors, and so now the, the, there is a huge problem that it doesn't seem to 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 lower uh, because uh, of the of the fact that in these Central American countries there is a huge problem that is the violence. That is the presence of, uh, usually, sometimes, not usually, sorry, of narco states, uh, states that are financed uh, by the the illicit drug uh, traffic. Uh, And and so this is uh, the issue. And the three countries were historically, uh, in the last, uh, I would say, six years, Mm, Sorry, the country that uh, has got most uh, immigration, of course, it's Venezuela. Venezuela, uh, since uh, uh, 2016, um, of the 30 millions of inhabitants, uh, 32 that were, um, for United Nations, more than 5 millions left the country. The country and, and they were uh, in in the surrounding country in the Andean country like Peru, Ecuador, Brazil, also United States, of course, uh, and also Europe. As I say, many went to Italy, mostly Spain, but uh, the Chile. They, they, there is a real diaspora. So this because of uh, the dramatic situation. Uh, Venezuela is living. Um, Then there are also political reasons, like in the case of Nicaragua. Nicaragua, three years ago, there was a repression from the uh, government. And in a few weeks, in 2018, uh, 100,000 people left uh, Nicaragua. And uh, most of them entered in uh, Costa Rica, that received uh, around uh, 70,000. Uh, let's keep in mind that the, both the countries are very are very uh, little, and the population is is Nicaragua is, is m- bit more of 5 uh, million inhabitants. So one hundred uh, people living the country is a lot of people. Um, Venezuela thirty million five million living the country is a lot of people. Also in percentage, this is effect is increasing the flux of immigration from areas, as you said. Uh, But last thing I want to say is that, for a democratic point of view, Latin America is still a a country uh, that uh, has got uh, few people, if you compare to Europe, that is overpopulated. So potentially, it can increase a lot the population.
0: Thank you, Paolo, for uh, all uh, this information uh, and uh, considerations about the future and uh, the current uh, uh, societal situation in the region. Thank you very much for coming today. It's been a pleasure for us to host you to um, this new joint podcast that we're going to launch. Therefore, uh, if you would like to um, know more about Latin America, Listen to our next episodes in which we will address issues spanning from Mexico to Brazil to Venezuela and so on. Uh, Keep yourself updated with uh, our environment environment content. Uh, Follow us on Instagram and subscribe to our podcast and listen uh, to our next episodes because information matters.